Welcome to the Shop Girls on a Super Bowl weekend. We're all already, about it. Oh, who do you want to win, Allie? Who is playing? Yeah, Give me choices, and I'll tell you the who 49ers I want. 49ers and yeah. the Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Can I have any, like, background? Yes. Okay. You should want Kansas City Chiefs. They Why? haven't even been in it for 50 years. Oh, that's a nice story. And, and they're probably the underdogs. Their um, quarterback, Pat Mahomes, uh-huh. his father, Pat Mahomes, mm-hmm. used to be a Minnesota twin. Well, that is How a is very that? fun fact, Mother. Yes. Yes. Thank You're you for- Allison Kaplan. I'm Harmony Kaplan. This is Shop Girls, right? Thanks for sure. identifying it us. It isn't yeah. sports, but no. we do know these important but things. But on a Super Bowl weekend, you just have to go all oh, in. Oh, do. And yeah. we will be discussing, of course, the ads. Um, we have a correspondent on the scene in Miami. For all we know, she's having breakfast with J-Lo right now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, so we will be getting oh. that report later. It's a it's a surprise guest. Yes, um, okay. I made it to the gym this morning, oh, and my you. workout class was entirely to the tune of J Lo and Shakira oh, because it is Super Bowl in Miami, yeah. and it's J Lo and it's Shakira, and we have some outfits to time. talk about a little yeah. later. So, okay, lots to do today, um, but let's dive in, as we always do, with a little bit of shopping news. Yeah. Um, so, kind of shopping, unless that's not what you were going to talk about. What? Go ahead. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about wrestling at Rosedale. Oh, we can talk about wrestling at Rosedale, yeah. Go for it. I just thought it was kind of fascinating yeah. that wrestling is coming um, to Rosedale Center. Mm-hmm. And according to Sarah Fawson, who's one of their their marketing executives, she said they're always looking um, for new ways to attract customers and to see how they're spending their free time. And apparently a lot of people are watching wrestling. Did you mm-hmm. know that? Well, I know that you are. Oh, all the time. Oh, absolutely. But the one thing I do think is interesting is, you know, I've always, I guess one of the reasons I've never liked wrestling is because you know it's fake. But they're... You don't like the real kind of wrestling either, because I tried to bring you to that, oh, and you got banned from junior I, high wrestling I because cried. you cried. I cried. They're not supposed to do that to I'm my grandson. I'm not even Hope. She has not they been invited back. They were hurting my grandson. Okay, they oh. weren't. That was the game. He <laughs> I, was actually winning, and you were crying, I, and oh it was a distraction, and we had to like remove it. you. And I have been banned, and I don't even care. <laughs> okay. No, there. But the wrestling that we all know on television and all that... You know, it's choreographed and all. But the right. difference with this is it the company that's going to be doing it is called First Wrestling. And the whole idea is that everybody's in on the joke. So, I mean, they're not trying to act like it's real. Yeah. Um, but people apparently love this. They've actually done shows at the VFW in Uptown and at First Avenue and Grand Old Day in okay. St. Paul. And before this. And this is going to be in the Herbergers yeah. space, right? Right. In the old Herbergers, mm-hmm. which was kind of new, but it's old now. Yeah. Um, and they th- there's details that still are uh going to be worked out, but it is going to be on did I give the date? It's March seventh. Mm-hmm. March seventh. And the tickets will be will range from twelve to twenty seven dollars. Just a one time thing. Yeah, as of now, that's what is happening. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think it's interesting. You know, all we talk about is how all these shopping centers and stores have to come up with experiences. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's a day. 
So, I mean, that doesn't really solve oh, a problem yeah, oh, of no, an no, empty no. anchor store. No, but it I It gets think... them a little buzz. It was in the press well, this week. Yeah. Is that anchor store going to stay or are they going to tear that down? I think something else is going to be going. There. Well, the, there, I mean, the, here's the deal. Rosedale has this incredibly ambitious, enormous plan that's right. like a hundred million dollars and includes, you know, a medical office building and apartments and fitness and all this stuff. But it, it, it's in the works, but nothing is final. Nothing is happening yet. There's still many steps and hurdles they right. have to go to. Right. So, yes, eventually that space will be used. There is a plan for it, yeah. but there are not, like, cranes not on the ground right working but on it the today. The thing that I did think was interesting is, you know, this will probably attract a lot of people who might not come to a shopping center, especially mm-hmm. maybe men, and I, you families know, I'm sorry, then... maybe I should be, be more um, amused by this, but I just feel like, yeah, they'll come to go to the wrestling event and then they will leave. That's not going to turn them into Rosedale leave? shoppers. Oh, no, I agree with you. But I mean, you don't think they'll even stay after that, depending on what time this is going to be. And maybe eat and walk by some stores and it still brings new eyes in that wouldn't be there. Maybe. Hey, they're trying. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're trying. It's, um, it's an interesting Rosedale idea. did welcome Urban Outfitters this week. Urban oh. Outfitters open and significant for two reasons as far as I'm concerned. Number one, it's a big store. It's like, I think, 8,000 square feet, something like that. A large, large store. Takes up a lot of real estate. Um, and number two, you know, so that brings the total number of Urban Outfitters in the Twin Cities to three. There is the Mall of America, of course, and there's Uptown. But, I thought Uptown but as we reported yeah. in Twin Cities Business a couple of weeks ago, that Uptown store, that space is for lease. Yeah. So the the Urban Outfitters is not closed yet, but either they either their lease is about to run out or they're looking to get out. They didn't want to talk to us, but we oh. found the listing. It's yeah. legit. It is public. Um, so something and, is and in the works. I would not be surprised if Urban Outfitters days in Uptown are numbered, and that's why they wanted um, to to move to, to Rose. Yeah. Um, the other thing I should say um, is that. After the wrestling thing mm-hmm. at her burgers and before the building comes down or whatever they do to on March on March 28th and 29th, the Women's Expo, which um, was held at the convention center in Minneapolis last year, is going to be there. So they're going to be using it for that. Yeah. And then maybe they bring the cranes in. Yeah, I mean, sure, it's a it's a good thing, and if they can make a few bucks and cover a, a, a few bills with that, great. But I just the amount of work that has to go into staging one of these things, I don't know. It's just hard to see that as a sustainable, yeah. you know, plan no, I, yeah, for I spaces understand. that size. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Okay, no, That's you have a right to say that. Um, hey, little update on we we told you. Ages ago, that well, that um, West Elm was coming to the North Loop, and then it's kind of been like, wait, is that happening? Yeah. Where, where is that happening? Haven't seen a sign up. Right. Well, it is happening, and it's happening very soon. Where um, they are actually scheduled to open West Elm in the North Loop in February. Oh, that is this is February today. Oh, right, would be the we're first in February. February. It is happening we got at the rid of January. Yes, yeah, it is happening at the end of the month, and they are going to be in a um, 
It's the ground level of a new apartment building um, called Second and Second. It's at 128 North 2nd Street, scheduled to open on February 27th. Um, and wait, what yeah. was there? Or was anything there? Is this a new building? I mean, in the North Loop, anything, any new buildings, it's like it was a parking lot. It was a, I mean, you know, there are what, what spaces remain. It's, it's parking lots that are being converted into buildings. So there's even, so it's even harder to park there. Yeah. Or, I mean, truly, like <laughs> you know. think about Aria, you remember across the right. street, you used to be able to park on those surface right. ramps. I mean, those are gone. That's oh. all being built up. Oh, I yeah. didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's oh. construction everywhere. Meanwhile, the Foundry building, remember when the Foundry yes. Home Goods yes. was, you know, that building, which was one of the first to be slated for like a complete redo, is is just sitting. It's very strange. They haven't done anything. They, they moved started out and moved- tearing it. They started like um, tearing down part of the back of the building, but yeah. like nothing, nothing seems to be happening right now. Well, Foundry's so, okay. They moved to what is the street? It's um, Ralph, Grand, 48th and Grand in South yeah. Minneapolis. I was so store. worried about that move that that wouldn't, you know, that it just, they wouldn't have the same. Because I love that little street. There have been some of my favorite people and stores have have been on that street at different yeah. times. Remember Liz Banfield used to have her photo studio there and Kramer when she was oh, in right. fashion. That was where she was. So that's where the Foundry is now. But it is, I think it has become a great destination for them. I think they draw from that whole neighborhood. The store looks beautiful. Um, they're right across the street from Mill. Yes. Right near your favorite Patisserie 46. Right. That's a fun and little afternoon. Fresca is over there, which yeah. is also owned by the Cafe Ina people. Right, right. Stephanie's if you were so like, happy that I know those things. Yes, yes, you know and your things. I do. Um, if you were looking to do an afternoon, maybe in a slightly different neighborhood that you don't get to, that that street could be a, a source of a whole little outing. Oh, yeah, for sure. absolutely. Yeah, that would be fun. Anyway, I don't know how we got there, but that is, but, uh, but that's a scoop. So February 27th, West Elm comes to the North Loop on 2nd Street. Um, and they're actually going to spotlight local makers. They're doing a whole section with um, local. They have that program. They've had it for a while. They do it at their Edina right. location, too. Um, and they're going to have Solid Manufacturing Company. Those guys are great. They have a store out in Excelsior and Wit and Delight. So they oh. will be on display when okay, that opens. Well, that'll be fun. Yes, as a little nod to the city. Okay. All right. When we get back, we will dive into what the department stores are doing and how much is JLo getting paid for the Super Bowl. Hmm. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony. Thanks for tuning in. It if you are listening live, I mean we love it when you podcast whenever, but if you are with us right now live on Saturday, it is glorious. Get outside. There's some sunshine. At least there was. It I is don't know. so I, I think that's now. what it is. I just it's like seeing the sun oh, is yeah. so like actually needing sunglasses for the first time kind this year practically. Right. But it's so nice and what a great weekend for it. There's so many fun outdoor things to do and I'm not going to worry about the ice because I'm sure the ice is solid enough that we can enjoy this warm air temperature without worrying because there's art shanties, there's lopet. Well, wouldn't people who are in charge They would know, they would know. It's all good. It's the perfect thing, right? Because it's been cold enough, the ice is frozen. I drove by um, the lopet going on, the the race, not the luminary part. That's tonight, obviously. Um, But they were zigzagging across... what do you call it? 
um, what is that lake? It's at Theodore Worth Park, and they just skate right across the lake, and it was beautiful. Oh, Very cool. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I know you were thinking about doing a I was, race today. I was, but just, you know, I didn't want to leave but it But instead, alone. you wanted to talk about Macy's. I did. So go I for it. I wanted to talk about Macy's because, first of all, um, because of job listings, they found this out. Women's Wear Daily was the first to report it, that Macy's is preparing to open a new kind of store in Texas. But What's interesting is, first of all, it's in South Lake, Texas, which is considered to be one of the wealthiest cities in the U.S. And according to Women's Wear Daily, um, it's going to be a beauty and wellness store. And it's going to have an apothecary-based feel to it. And they will have new brands as well as ones that are really established. They'll also have a cafe and restaurant that will serve um, alcohol. Mm-hmm. Alcohol. And, yeah, that's the important thing, because if you have alcohol, then why did you laugh at that? It's just funny oh. to describe it that way. Okay, well, but they're going to have alcohol, yes. which means then you'll buy more. There that's, was a story so, that we had on our, we were going to talk about a couple of weeks and we never got to, about how liquor is saving department right, stores. Right, because people you know, drink a lot and then they buy the more. The more they it's, drink, the more they buy. You know, it's yes. good that they've, Found this out. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but here's what I found so interesting. First of all, this happens to be the brainchild of Rachel Schechtman, Mm -hmm. who is the founder of the concept store Story, which Macy's acquired in 2018. Mm -hmm. And kind of destroyed, but yes. Well, we'll get to that. Uh So anyway, um, these micro shops are going to, the the, um, Story ones, they if anyone has ever been to the Ridgedale one, which I didn't know still existed, but I found out does, um, they rotate the products and what they're showing and different ideas and, you know, Instagrammable and, and all of that kind of thing that goes on. So this is supposed to be something that is brand new and exciting and they think it's going to get people in. So this is what I want to say about story. Because first of all, anytime I ever even mention story to anyone, they look at me like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, I was at Ridgedale last week mm-hmm. and I came in the door near where I remembered it was. And I said to my husband, oh, I have to see if stories is still there. And here was this cute space. And I found the sign in front that says, how do you feel good? Dot, dot, dot. And they have this whole... I like the way you punctuated I that. I figure it's very important to do that. Mm-hmm. And so they have this sign that says, we're here to help you connect the dots and discover simple tools to feel nourished, balanced, and energized. So they worked with a company called Well Plus Good. It is a fitness yeah. and wellness media company. And they apparently brought all these different products in that they thought would be a good idea, things to help you sleep and to relax. Um, There's water bottles, there's slippers that you can heat up and smell like lavender and teas and all of that. And it says, feel good to go, thought so, share all your feelings at Story and at Story Macy's. Bright colors, you know, really fun, 
Mm-hmm. Not a soul to be seen right. anywhere near. Yep. And then the best part was there is a cashier's desk in that department. Mm-hmm. And manning that cashier's desk is Cookie Monster. I love it! And Cookie Monster has a sign in front of him that says, wait, I'm going to tell you exactly what it says, please visit the nearest cash app to complete your story purchase. Thank you. And I thought, that says it all. So, I mean, this was not, it wasn't a, an annoyed customer who put this there. I do it wasn't, not it, this, so. was, this is part this of the is, story. Well, it's either, yes. I mean, it's it's Macy's Like they're having a little fun with the fact that they have, that they no, have no customer help. service I to man that the desk. I picture of Cookie Monster I just saw on it. I my just Instagram, saw it now. at Harmony Kaplan, uh-huh. because I, I said that we know that they always work so hard at Macy's on their customer service. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I gave them props for at least having a sense of humor yeah. about the fact that they have no help. Right. And That's Cookie Monster was funny. quite delightful. Yeah. I talked to him for a long really? time. <laughs> he was very nice. Oh, good. How's he doing? And I, he, you know, and the truth is I looked around because I thought, okay, well, there must be a cashier nearby where I could purchase some of these things. Mm-hmm. But alas, there wasn't. Hmm. So, um... I just don't understand. I don't think most people understand what story is. I don't think they've done anything to make it clear to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're not going to promote it, I thought the whole idea well, also was they were going to have, when they have these different concepts each month, that they would have workshops and, you know, speakers or things to go along with it. Yeah. I don't see that happening. It would be really interesting to know how it is doing in other markets. I think this is one of those perfect examples of, like, it's such an insider, you know, industry right. thing. If you are a person who loves retail, if you are a person who is based in New York, if you, you know, follow the ins and out of retail, you probably knew about story and knew about what Rachel was doing. I mean, I had visited it a few times in New York and it yeah. was a big thing and there were always lots of people and it was a cool experience, almost like going to a museum or, you know, a pop-up exhibit or something. But you have to remember that that is a very insular world and the masses who are shopping at the mall don't know that right but the thing that i really believe is that they don't have to know oh who you know rachel is and that it came from new york and was a crowd if they were creating a fun engaging interactive experience but you i how do you do that when there's just nobody there and there's no help and there's nobody to i think even the name doesn't work like you say to somebody oh i'm gonna go shop at story and they say story what's that it just it well nothing about here's it the thing i think together. it worked when it was were you ever there in new york no okay when it was right near the high line and and um yeah you my know, husband it, was yeah, yeah um when it was in new york and it was its own it was a very small boutique that worked and that yeah. was a cool name and that was the whole concept was that they were always telling a story they were telling a story about the environment they were but telling a story different inside a big right and they store. might not have needed to use that because who cares it could just be a, de- a themed department yeah. you could know that it's being done by the people behind story you wouldn't necessarily need to use it they thought they were going to capitalize on the name sort of like a Dylan's candy bar or something like that but I don't it think it's translated but no. the biggest biggest problem is just that like there is this absolute lack 
of energy. Oh, total lack of energy. And That's you, the thing. How do you make I a mean, party cook, if when there's nobody there? Cookie Monster yeah. sitting there. They're in trouble. I love Cookie Monster. Me too. We'll okay. be back with more Shop Girls <laughs> talking Super Bowl ads after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, we love the Super Bowl ads. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and snacks. We love the yeah, snacks too. They go together. But we are very excited for all the pop culture moments that surround this big weekend. It is a Super Bowl weekend. Did you know that, guys? I did know this it, is what yes. we're here for. I knew you yeah. knew, Mom. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else knew. Oh. Um, but we're so excited to have our next guest with us. His name is Mike Coggin, and he's the chief creative officer for Call McVoy, um, an agency in town that actually has worked on many Super Bowl ads throughout its history. This year, they worked on a CHS campaign, and Mike is here to talk all about the ads. Hi, Mike. Are you there? Are Can we, we hear? Well. Oh, hang on, hang on. We've been having a few technical difficulties. Give us a second. We're going to try can, to get I Mike on the line. Voice and, Hi, this is Mike, but I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> okay. Um, well, did you, have you listened to, um, or listened, have you watched the Winona Ryder ad? I've seen part of it. Here, oh, here's the my thing, gosh. Though. And it's one of the things that I would like to ask him if we can get our phones working. Yeah, we're um, trying, Mike. We're trying. I don't like to see all of these ads before. And I feel like that's one of the things that's changed. It used to be that you really had to wait until the Super Bowl mm-hmm. to see the ads. And that was fun. Now you can see them all ahead. And right. it isn't as exciting. Well, Just but that it's this, the, the whole strategy, and I'm sure Mike will talk about that. We're going to do our best to get him through because he's so nice to take his time. Um, Mike is the cre- the chief creative officer for Call McVoy, um, and and we've talked to them. We actually did a story that is um, at tcbmagrightnow.com about Super Bowl ads and some of the different strategies, one being the idea of doing regional ads yeah, and not having to spend $5 million for a 30 30- seconds yeah, so we have a story dollars yeah what for it costs. five five point six million dollars yes um but as far as the the ads being quote-unquote leaked which is completely intentional oh, that's become part of the whole strategy it's it's a build-up it's part of the campaign and sometimes you're seeing you know lead up to a moment that's going to happen during the game sometimes it's just the same thing yeah, and they I get guess... more mileage out of it i don't think it ends up taking away don't first of you... all there are distractions during during the game. Well, you need you us. need to there get drinks and dip. Well, but there yeah, but you do that during the game. And oh. then you watch the commercials. <laughs> Don't you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I guess I just find that it's fun to be able to see them, you know, for the first time. I did watch there is uh an Amazon Echo uh, Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi. I saw that on, actually. I saw that on Instagram being oh, teased. Okay, and well, I, I thought the, the ad commercial. was. I thought the ad was very redundant, and then I realized it was just the same fifteen second loop that kept going on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're so. Yeah, you know, was it funny? Well, it was because it was you know as they're walking out of the house, and she tells uh, Ellen tells Alexa, you know turn down the thermostat Mm -hmm. and they walk out and she said i wonder what people did before they had alexa and then it shows all of these things in history where people are saying alex you know like to a person you know do this for me Mm -hmm. you know and it's it's cute it's 
But I mean, I feel like I yeah. did see it. Oh, I feel so bad. I Mike is too. so nice, and Kyle McVoy even sent over Super Bowl cookies to get oh, us in the no. mood. And we really want to get him on the air, and it is not his fault at all. And um, we are just having some technical difficulties this morning. So hope is hard at work trying to make it happen. But meanwhile, let's um, well, let's run through the list of some of the. What were you going to say? Oh, well, I was going to say you had you had teased earlier about how much J Lo is going to be paid yes do tell do tell that would be zero what that would be zero but this is not new no one ever 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 that appears in halftime gets paid Mm -hmm. um obviously you would think you know this is such a major showcase that they're they're paid gazillions of dollars but they're all willing to work for free and even sometimes they're their label or their promoters or whatever will even have to subsidize some of the production costs because they get this great exposure. And a consulting firm um, reported to to Forbes, or Forbes actually had the story that said, even the biggest names need to continually promote themselves. The Super Bowl halftime show is the single biggest promotional vehicle for a music star on the planet. And one of the things that they pointed out, just to give an example, when Justin Timberlake performed in 2018, he saw an increase of 214% in Spotify streams within an hour yeah. after he took the stage. Do we know what, I mean, first of all, these days, any artist who is going to do the Super Bowl is going to, if they're, I mean, if they're smart and most are, they're going to leverage that opportunity, right? So you've yeah. got a new album. Don't you remember when... Um, What's his name? A couple of years ago. What's his Adam name? Levine? No, not Adam Justin Levine. Timberlake. Before that. Before that. Um, Grenade. Oh, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Grenade. Didn't he have a, a thank you, sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Um, he had an album or a song that came out right after the Super Bowl and went bananas. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't remember for sure. I, do but... we know if J-Lo has a new album? Um, we know she I has a movie don't. she wants yeah, people to see. Yeah, she does have a movie. I, I mean, she's got so much going on. Who knows? Uh she but she's been doing, you know, a ton of publicity, obviously, for this with Shakira. And tomorrow is also Shakira's birthday. Oh. Isn't that cute? Well, that's quite a celebration. Yes. She thought it was cool that they've got all these um products with her birthday on them. <laughs> as opposed to the day of the Super Bowl. Yeah, um I get it. But we don't have him yet, do we, by any chance? No, okay. I don't think we're going to. No, hope is working, and I'm very sorry, and I I feel bad for our friends at Call McVoy who have been so nice in, in providing um, insight and helping us out. Um, but je- definitely check out the story that we have at tcbmag.com. Yeah, that gives you a good if, insight into but yeah, what they've Super, been doing. Super Bowl ads this year going for 5 to $5.6 million for 30 seconds. 30 seconds, but it is an opportunity to reach 100 million people. That's a lot of people. Right. It's a lot of people. So, Um, What has been going on when you were talking about J-Lo, she obviously has been doing all kinds of publicity. And so she had, there was a press conference on Thursday and she was dressed in a white crop top and matching pants from Alea. Is that how you say it? Do you know the brand? A-L-A-I-A? I don't know okay. the brand. And Jimmy Choo pumps mm-hmm. because, you know, obviously. And she's always been, she 
is constantly carrying some football-inspired accessory. She had a silver and gold coffee cup that was bedazzled with the um, game logo and, you know, all of that kind of thing. And she also had a handbag made by Judith Lieber that she was carrying um, at one of the other appearances. (gasps) We've got him! Oh, my God! Mike, you're there! <laughs> Yay! Hi, so sorry! <laughs> Thank you. Hi, good afternoon. Well, th- yeah, it's practically evening already. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for bearing with us. Well, let's dive right in. We promised you we were going to talk to Mike Coggin, Chief Creative Officer at Call McVoy, who tracks all these things. Mike, let's dive right into some of your favorites. What ads are do you think are just killing it, or are you most excited about this year for the Super Bowl? Oh, there's so many, but there's a couple standouts right now. Hyundai is uh, has this delightful spot with uh, Rachel Dratch and John Krasinski and David Ortiz, Chris Evans, uh, talking about the smart pack uh, in their Boston accents. A new feature on a Hyundai. Oh, right, I saw that. Yeah, and it's a, and it's. I mean, do you? Th- if, if funny always wins, right? It's yeah, and it's not just for funny for funny's sake. It's really talking about a new and different feature on the car, and so that one is a real standout. The other one that uh, I know is so simple but really memorable is is the uh, Cheetos can't touch this starring MC Hammer. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've heard a lot about that one. And why yeah, do you think great. that one works uh, well? It's a yeah, it's a bunch of vignettes of people with the famed Cheeto dust on their fingertips, and it serves as the perfect excuse uh, for not doing work, like moving furniture or shuffling office papers, showing up to an important meeting, and and so forth. Right. I can't believe how much buzz avocados have. Avocados are like the the avocados from Mexico are going crazy. Why is everyone so obsessed with this spot? Avocados has done such a good job over the last few years doing a great job entertaining us and surprising us for um, an unexpected product. And this year, they they uh, harken back to the past, Teenage Heartthrob, or at least when I was a teenager, Molly Ringwald, mm-hmm. uh, coming back to, to help showcase the product. And uh, it's all about this love of avocados that we've had. Yes. We all need our avocado toast. And I believe, and I don't know to what extent, but Mike, I think one of your um, fellow agencies in town, Padilla, actually worked on the avocado campaign. Yeah, I believe they do the public relations efforts yeah. surrounding it. Right, right, right. Yes. Um, and you guys, of course, worked on CHS, and they've got um, a campaign that's kind of all about agriculture and the farm, right? Yeah, so they're uh, one of the world's largest farming co-ops, and uh, so they have a new effort coming out. In addition to that, a uh, subsidiary of CHS is Senex, which is their convenience stores, uh, gas and propane fuels. And we've done a number of Super Bowl spots for Senex over the years. What What is your feeling about um, having regional ads like with your products? I mean, why do you feel that that actually works better than doing a national ad? Yeah, so what's great about regional ads is they are a fraction of the budget. So when people think of Super Bowl ads, they they think national, $5.6 million for 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. A regional ad is a tiny fraction of that cost. And so 
but to the consumer, you're just seeing an ad, what you think seems like a Super Bowl ad uh, that's running along all these other massive brands. So it's it's giving a, a stage to uh, regional brands or brands that can't afford to invest in something like that. Yeah. Uh, much a very big presence. And you're really hitting the people that you want to hit, the target audience, correct? That's exactly right. Yeah, you get to pinpoint who you want to reach because not every brand is right for 110 million people. You, you, you want to re- sometimes reach uh, regional audiences. Mike, um, we have just one minute left. I'm so sorry, but I'm, I, I think in Minnesota, everybody is so excited about Winona Ryder doing the Winona Minnesota <laughs> ad. It's so beautiful. I mean, I think it's so smart. Do you think it will play as well nationally as it is locally? That is a great question. I, you know, I went back into the history of Squarespace Super Bowl advertising, and all of them have been a little bit offbeat. And so if you remember a couple of years ago, John Malkovich, a couple of years uh, or more recently, Keanu Reeves did a, a quite odd spot as he's mo- motorcycling through the desert. This feels on brand for Squarespace. Uh, it's a, it's folksy. Obviously, it feels like an homage to mm-hmm. Fargo. Yep. Um, to Fargo. And, and so I I. Think it, I think it's going to play well. Good. All right. Well, we'll be, be watching. Mike, thank you so much for your insights. Thanks to Call McVoy for the cookies. And we they really appreciate you joining us. Mike's the cre- chief creative officer over at Call McVoy. Thanks, Mike. Enjoy the game. Thanks for having me. Enjoy it as well. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back with Whose Look Is It Anyway right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Mom, you really have to go listen to that whole, or why, why do I say listen? Because we're on the radio. Yes. What, you have to watch when you're not on the radio yeah. that the full three minute Winona Ryder um, oh, spot, okay. yeah. 30 seconds of it will air during the Super Bowl. We were just talking oh, about only Super Bowl 30 ads. seconds will air. Oh. Hey, you know, I mean, Squarespace, how much money do you think they but have? They did three minutes. Five points. Well, yes, but that? because that's for online. Okay, and this is what I'm it. saying. I'm, and we'll talk a little okay. more. Business <clears throat> Insider tallied up all of the social media impressions. You know, you talk about you're annoyed. You don't want to see the ads in advance. You're not in the majority. And most people are watching them in advance. And the thousands and thousands of social media impressions in advance are practically more valuable to all of these different I'm brands sure than during the game. Just like a little surprise. What can I Some say? Some people like to socialize during the game. What can I say? I we don't. know you're very particular <laughs> about and your viewing. you don't viewing. want to socialize with anybody. I mean, my goodness. I mean, even <laughs> after our red carpet experiences yep. of late, I yep. still invite you to a Super Bowl party. What does she say, Hope? She oh. says no. She says <gasps> what? no. What? Yeah. I did. I said no. <laughs> wow. You wouldn't know it, but my mother is actually quite antisocial. It depends. Not always. <laughs> no, it's interesting, yeah. <laughs> she likes to be invited, doesn't like to show up. This well, is the I thing can't come about in my harmony. 1987 twin sweatshirt. Wrong sport. No, but I'm saying this is what I uh-huh. like to be wearing. Sure, sure. No makeup. Post a picture for everyone. Oh, so you can't oh, go to your daughter's house I'd with your everyone. no what? makeup and comfies or what? what? No, no. I require <laughs> oh, full dress. dress code. Yes. Dress code. Got it. I have shown up at her house like that, but this wasn't going to be at her house. And so oh. I just couldn't do it. Oh, my goodness. What anyway, yes. good thing other people are dressing up. And that's why it's time mm. for whose look is it anyway? can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway?
start with former President Barack Obama. Oh my gosh. Has a former president ever looked this good and ever worn cropped chinos and Stan Smiths? I love it. Setting the internet on fire. Yep. Barack Obama. Where was he this week? No, this was actually, it's a an old picture from December that surfaced. Well, December. He was, well, but I mean that it wasn't just now, but yeah. it somehow surfaced. And he was actually at an event in Kuala Lumpur mm. for the Obama Foundation. Looking very buff, too. And, yeah. Skinny, buff. Hey, he doesn't have to worry about all of this Oh, stuff just looks on. relaxed and he skinny. He certainly does. But it's the pants. It's the bottom half that is like, what? Yeah. He, I mean, gone are the dad jeans. Oh, yeah. Oh, he is wearing like... A whole different look. Skinny chinos that are cropped. It takes a special man to pull it off, Absolutely. and he does it. And yeah. he's wearing cool Stan Smith sneakers. Yeah. And Vogue says he's kind of gone from um, maybe does he look okay to be, you know, like the husband imagery and energy. Dad Jean guy. Yes. <laughs> and yes. Yeah. He's 58. Oh, Michelle he looks, must be in heaven. I would guess. <laughs> I mean, really. She looks pretty darn good, too. Well, yes, she does. So. But now he's finally catching yeah, up. Yeah, he's caught up. Okay, so, so very, very like good. Look. Good yep, look. We Thumbs do. up. Way up. Do you think your husband would ever wear cropped? Never. And I, and I think he would look ridiculous, too, and I don't think he could pull it off. Okay. <laughs> well, but how do you really feel? <laughs> Yeah, I that's guess why I'm so impressed. It has to be a certain person. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Okay, uh, let's talk about Katie Holmes. Okay, let's because I feel like this is a look that you would immediately say, "Oh, you would never do mm-hmm. that." Mm-hmm. She was out looking lovely in a um, dress. I can't even pronounce the name of the company. Do you know that designer? Wait, I gotta look. K H A I T E, hate. Kate. Yeah. Anyway, it's a white. Katie's wearing Kate. Yes, ruched, um, long dress. Obviously, yep. she Pre-fall has the figure mm-hmm. for it, and it has a um, shoulder that's kind of off the shoulder, and you see just a thin black bra strap. I would would guess, and that the kind boobs of brings, are really standing at attention. They are. Yes. Um, not big, but standing but to attention. Okay. Very, very but perky. Anyway, it brings attention, this bra strap down to her strappy sandals, which she is wearing with sheer tights. What? What? <laughs> and this has always been like open toe footwear, and you wear stockings of any kind, a nylon with them. Why, Katie? Why? A no no. Yes. But this Pop Sugar said, you know, it's kind of an 80s aesthetic and it can be done i think she looks good i mean i think she's katie holmes and she pretty much always looks good and she's so tall and statuesque and so it looks it here's the deal it's one of those things where it's all about the person she does this katie holmes puts on uh pantyhose with open toe shoes and you think this is a fashion statement this means something any of us do it it's like oh my god what were they thinking really do you think so? i really think so i i really do i think it's about the person and how certain people anything they do it's going to look like high you fashion i think that's going to start a trend with other people uh, i think there's certain, certain looks that it could be carried off well but ponder that when we come back a grammy's wrap up from my brother after the show what really happened and a report straight from the super bowl in miami that's still ahead on shop girls don't go away